Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tramel Gomes. Governor Ron DeSantis issued a blindside to the legislature in his ongoing war against mask mandates. Something that cannot wait until the regular legislative session next year. Um, it needs to happen soon. And so we will be calling the legislature back uh, for a special session. Caught off guard, Democrats say the governor's priorities aren't in the interest of Floridians. This was a surprise to all of us uh, today, and we were shocked to see this coming. I've not spoken with Speaker Sprouls. And while DeSantis fights against federal vaccine mandates, local school districts say they are tired of being bullied by the state. Not be controlled by a governor's agenda or by an agenda set by the Department of Health. Today's Sunrise interview is with Bay News 9 Tallahassee Bureau reporter Troy Kinsey. The former president of the Florida Capitol Press Corps has gone public with the news that he's about to retire from news and roam the friendly skies as a commercial airline pilot. We'll talk about his many years covering the Florida Capitol and if he will miss the madness like the upcoming special session. We've got all that, including other top stories trending around the state and Capitol. Plus, we have your calendar of political events and more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. Following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Online sports betting. It's legal and it's coming to Florida. With passage of our amendment next year, any tax revenues collected are required to supplement the Florida Educational Enhancement Trust Fund. Hundreds of millions of dollars in new revenue for students and teachers, with more choices and competition for Florida consumers. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at floridaeducationchampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Friday, October 22nd. Today is National Make-A-Dog's Day, also Nut Day, and National Color Day. On this day in 1962, U.S. President John F. Kennedy addresses the nation about Russian missile bases in Cuba and imposes a naval blockade on the island country, beginning beginning the Cuba Missile Crisis. And in 2010, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange released thousands of U.S. classified documents relating to the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. In news that caught many by surprise, Governor Ron DeSantis is calling lawmakers back to work early to pass legislation to combat COVID vaccine mandates. In addition to mounting uh, aggressive legal challenges to federal mandates, uh, we're also going to be taking legislative action uh, to add protections for people in the state of Florida. And that, that's something that cannot wait until the regular legislative session next year. Um, It needs to happen soon. And so we will be calling the legislature back uh, for a special session. The regular legislative session starts January 11th, but DeSantis wants lawmakers back in Tallahassee outside committee meetings to address vaccine mandates. Democrats are lining up in opposition, including House Democratic Policy Chair Fentress Driscoll. This was a surprise to all of us uh, today, and we were shocked to see this coming. I've not spoken with Speaker Sprouls. Driscoll says it appeared that even House Speaker Chris Sprouls and Senate President Wilton Simpson were also caught off guard by the news. Speaker Sprouls' statement suggests to me that this was a surprise to the entire House, 
So that actually, to me, suggests that there's a departure from the way that, that things have been uh, going, or perhaps that this governor just feels so emboldened and so ambitious that he doesn't think that he has to check in with the, with the House or with the Senate on the moves that he takes. Last week, Texas Governor Greg Abbott issued an executive order to prohibit any entity from requiring vaccines. Democratic Representative Ana Escamani says DeSantis is not focused on keeping Floridians safe. Both Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis have their eyes on the White House. Um, They have been trying to uh, out-compete each other at this race to the bottom um, from issues ranging with immigration to masks to vaccines to abortion. Broadly, DeSantis, through the special session, wants to hold businesses liable for adverse reactions to the vaccines, remove liability protections that he approved for employers with vaccine mandates, and he wants to see added protections for people fired for not getting vaccinated. You have some of these businesses that are doing things that I think violate uh, you know, what's decent, Planning to exhaust all legal options to help the governor is Attorney General Ashley Moody. We have folks having to upload documentation into databases because of the mandates of this federal government. It will not be tolerated in Florida or accepted. And abandoning all basic signs, Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Lapido questions the safety of COVID vaccines. We, we don't know all there is to know about yet, no matter what people on TV tell you. It's not true. We're going to learn more about the safety of these vaccines. Six Florida school districts challenging the Department of Health's rule on masks in schools appeared before an administrative law judge Thursday morning. The six school districts argue they know what's best for the students in their communities, and the state isn't letting them do what they were elected to do. Rocky Hanna is the superintendent in Leon County. It all comes down to state control versus local control, and we are just simply advocating on behalf of the residents and the students here in Tallahassee and Leon County that we have a seat at the table and a say in exactly what's best for the children here in our community and not be controlled by a governor's agenda or by an agenda set by the Department of Health. The districts argue the Department of Health doesn't regulate schools, but during the hearing, lawyers for the department, with a giant copy of the rule on display, said the mask rule is specifically in their authority to keep people safe. Now let's jump to your Sunrise interview, a journalist with a passion for politics. Troy Kinsey provides extensive coverage of the events that shape our lives as a reporter in the Bay News 9 Tallahassee Bureau. Since becoming a member of the Capitol Press Corps in 2006, Troy has covered legislative battles over abortion, education reform, property taxes, and other less controversial, though equally important issues. And as he will tell you, those issues remain constant. Constant battles with slightly different players each year. Troy is leaving the news business to pursue his passion for aviation. Troy Kinsey, welcome to Sunrise. This is like sort of your exit interview. It's now official that you're leaving the news business and taking off into the friendly skies. Some of us were not surprised, but tell us about it. Why did you make this decision? Uh, I made the decision, Tramil, because we didn't do press kits last year. And I had a lot of time on my hands to think, to think about um, my passion, my life's great passion of flying. You know, you've flown with me on many trips. Uh, I'm a flight instructor now. I'm a commercial pilot, uh, soon to be an ATP, airline transport pilot certificated uh, 
uh, airmen. And this was the next logical step for me. I've always made every year, I've had a goal of advancing my aviation career somehow, getting a new certificate or rating, doing a trip I haven't done before. And so this year, the goal was to get my ATP, my airline transport pilot license. And then all of a sudden, the airlines uh, started hiring pilots in mass. Uh, about four or five months ago. And I don't think a lot of people expected that to happen um, because of uh, all of the layoffs that happened when the, when the pandemic hit. There were about 5,000 pilots, senior pilots, who were basically given early retirements. So anyway, it was just uh, the, the perfect storm of um, ambition, goals, and a changing aviation industry uh, that really just changed on a dime. And yeah. so airlines can't find enough pilots now. And so I said, you know what, maybe it's time for me to put an application in and raise my hand and say, I, I, I want to fly professionally. And um, that's what I did. And uh, it's all happened very quickly, but that's what I'm going to do. I enjoyed seeing you incorporate during your times of training and when you became a pilot and everything became official, you were incorporating your piloting with your storytelling. You had insight into when the governor is going and coming and what's going on at the airport. Where is Rick Scott's jet right now? <laughs> yes. And yeah. I ran into the good governor and uh, current U.S. Senator a number of times at the FBO in Tallahassee. It's, it's really interesting. Uh, when you start flying, you start interfacing with a lot of the people that we know in Florida politics, from the big shots to the medium weight lobbyists uh, to, to politicians who you would never assume would fly private aircraft, but do. And so you're interfacing with these people in a very different environment and everybody is a lot less guarded uh, and you have some very intimate conversations about about politics, obviously, and about policy, but but more so about life. You would find it interesting, the conversations I've had with some very powerful people in the process, as our friend Peter Schorsch likes to call it, because they're like different people when you're talking to them one on one in an airplane or at an FBO at an airport. So, so what's one of those stories? Everything that happens is off the record in the airplane, Tremel. <laughs> Everything. That's the business you're about to go in. So will you miss what we're dealing with right now as you see the governor just surprised us all with a call for a special session? Well, I miss that. Um, you know, I, it's funny you mentioned that because I was doing my morning. I do a morning preview, right, that airs every morning on my TV stations. And it's a preview of the day in, in politics. And I was really having a difficult time finding a topic that I could talk about because I'm looking at the schedule. You know, first of all, the Senate's not even, it's a committee week, but the Senate's not even meeting on uh, on uh, Thursday, which I think is kind of ridiculous. You know, it used to be, okay, the joke was they would be here for three days a week. All right, okay, so they're here for three days a week. They've traveled days on Monday and Fridays. Now the Senate doesn't even meet on Thursdays. Um, so I didn't have anything to talk about with regard to the Senate. And then every meeting on, on the House schedule was just so blase, a presentation by, uh, you know, FDEP on the promulgation of this rule or that rule. And that's not something that I can uh, even dress up to make presentable on TV. And then what happens when I'm out doing my morning flight lesson, what happens? DeSantis makes this tremendous news. And I was thinking to myself last night, you know, it's time for something big to happen. It's time for it's time for 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 a um, a kingfish to ripple the water a little bit here. And lo and behold, he did that. And so, yeah, things like that I will miss. But we we don't have and I think you can agree with this. We don't have near the amount of drama that we did when, for example, Rick Scott was governor. He did a lot of very uh, surprising things that, that surprised even many of his fellow Republicans and created a lot of drama. And I loved I loved covering him for that reason. You and I both know that drama makes 
a good TV story or a good podcast or a radio story. So we haven't had as much of that, I think, recently, but it was it was kind of refreshing uh, to see DeSantis make that announcement. It was it was it, it does get your blood pumping, doesn't it? It's it's refreshing for you. You're getting ready to leave all of this behind. This is infringing and going into my holiday plans and everything. And I'm sure others. But I do enjoy covering the big stories. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and my and my interest in Florida politics and politics in general is never going to end. I mean, I've always been a political junkie, so I, it's not like I'm going to I'm going to non-renew my New York Times subscription or stop reading Safety Review or FloridaPolitics.com just because I'm, I'm flying airplanes professionally. I'm going to continue to follow the process. This is why I think you're going to be in for a rude awakening. You're going to really miss news and maybe regret this decision. Why didn't you hold on to no, it? No, I'm not going to regret it? it for a second, Tramiel. Um, <laughs> look, I've worked in TV news now for 20 years, and I've been covering the Florida Capitol for almost 16 years. And so uh, I, I don't mean to sound like I'm a know-it-all, but I've kind of been there and done that and seen it all before. And, you know, with term limits, say what you will about them, but... Uh, there's constantly a new crop of lawmakers who are coming into the process and think that that it's their job to reinvent the wheel and, and to propose new things that have never been heard uh, before in Tallahassee. And I'm here to say that, you know what, I've, I've heard them all before. Um, <laughs> and so not, not to say that's made uh, the process of covering state government any less intriguing, um, but at, at the same time, you, you do think to yourself, boy, this guy was this representative from wherever Miami was uh, practically in diapers when I began covering this process. And, and he probably wasn't watching the Florida channel when we had the first debate on the intangibles tax 16 years ago. It's almost like Groundhog Day to an extent sometimes. I mean, you know the feeling, right? Repetitive issues, some of the same issues are back again, session after session, and it, it will not just go away. <laughs> it, it does become very cookie cutter after a while. There are different people involved in the process, but there are many of the same ideas and the same approaches. You know, I, I think you have to make a calculation if, if you're if you're if you're somebody who's been around a long time. Okay, well, maybe I continue to observe or maybe I can maybe I run for office, maybe I become a member of the Florida legislature, or maybe I just spice things up in my life because I deserve that and because I have a greater passion. And so uh, I think that as I've uh, been covering the, the process over the past 16 years, I've developed a side passion that has become my primary passion, and that's aviation. Uh, there, there's just no question in my mind about that. Um, and so it's, it's uh, I think, a, a good time to follow my passion. There's never been a better time to get into airline flying. Never in the history of the airlines has there been a better time than right now. And so a lot of this is just a timing thing. And, uh, you know, could I stick around for six, four months or a year uh, longer? Yeah, sure. But um, I, I think the timing is is right for this for me. Well, I don't think this will be the end of us seeing you. I think you will be some way, somehow starting some aviation news outfit. Well, and, and here's something to look forward to. Uh, I don't know what base I'm going to be able to hold here, but um, I, at some point I would hope to be able to hold Miami as a base. I'm going to live in Tallahassee, obviously, and, and, and commute, but I would hope to hold Miami as a base. And uh, if that were to happen, hey, I, I would I would uh, be interested in bidding on a couple of Tallahassee trips every now and then. And I'm sure I get to see many of our old friends from the Miami delegation and uh, and provide them a lift and up to the capital city and then back home from time to time. So I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing Chev Jones in the main cabin. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, Troy Kinsey, all the best to you. Thank you so much for your many years of service. We don't get that credit for the journalists that provide the important coverage in our capital city for the state. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Tramella. And thank you for your service. Ah, I appreciate that. Here's your calendar of events. The Florida Commission on Ethics is scheduled to meet at 8.30 this morning. The Florida Board of Speech, Language, Pathology, and Audiology will meet at 9. The Florida Department of Economic Opportunity will release a September unemployment report at 10. And early voting begins Saturday in the November 2nd special primary elections in Congressional District 20. The seat, which includes parts of Broward and Palm Beach counties, became open when longtime U.S. Representative Alcee Hastings died. The special general election will be held January 11th. Instead of a news conference, the FBI on Thursday issued a statement that they've identified human remains found in a Florida nature preserve as those of Brian Laundrie, a person of interest in the death of girlfriend Gabby Petito, while the couple was on a cross-country road trip. The news release stated dental records confirmed the remains were Laundrie's. Finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tramel Gomes, inviting you to join us again next week for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. 